Hey, how are you? How's it going? How's your day or your night? Whichever time you're listening to this, be it you on your way to work, on your way home from work, you cuddled up in your bed with your boo. If you have one, if you don't, it's fine. We in the same boat, honey. Or you on your way to spread your time, your money, your effort, your energy, or yourself. You know, I'm not here to judge. Whatsoever. Do you boo. That's all. Do you. Anyway, how is it going? You good? You've been woosing and being prosperous in your life, in your time. Your efforts, finances, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Are you being prosperous? Are you out being the best you you can be? If not, we in the same boat, honey. I I understand. Trust me. Like I said, we figuring it out together. So, you know, come one, come all to this dysfunctional ball. Welcome to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode six. Oh gosh, y'all, we made it to episode six. Thank you, Jesus. Um, if we make it to ten, or we will make it to ten. When we make it to ten, I might just shout for you. When we make it to twenty, might twerk for you. You won't be able to see it. But baby, I'm finna put this thing in heavy rotation when we make it to 20. That's 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 maybe not an accomplishment for some people, but it's gonna be an accomplishment for me. Okay. So this week for just scrolling, we're going to get into this Cardi B or offset. Here we go with these words, Jesus. <laughs> to this Cardi B offset divorce. Um, I'm gonna say breakup, but they they are married, so they'll be getting a divorce. Now, offset and Cardi B are getting a divorce. Um, I don't know if they're in the middle of it or if they started it or coming towards the end, but Cardi B released a video saying that he is his is her best friend. And that they will remain friends. That's the father of her child. That, you know, they still have a good relationship. But, you know, they are getting a divorce. Now, what I want to talk about is not just them. Or really not even specifically them or their relationship. I want to talk about the side chick. Because apparently she released a apology video which i i went and watched she was on um instagram live and she did this public apology type thing now my problem with that is if you did something to this person or to this family why do a public apology why is it that the rest of the world has to know that you apologized I understand you you know you want to 
take ownership of what you did and you want you know, to apologize, but apologize to the person that you did it to. Don't go on Instagram live and do this whole public apology thing. And in the video, she's saying, you know, that she, the people that know her, this is outside of her character. She's not that type of person to sleep with somebody and say, oh, I took your man. And she hopes that, um, her and Cardi can grow from this, Ma'am, you slept with my husband. What 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 am I what am I gonna grow from? You slept with my man. Let's let's not do that. But she was saying how she's 20 years old, she made a mistake, she's only human. Okay, you're 20 years old, but be a smart 20-year-old. If you're going through your whole phase in your 20s, baby, go through your whole phase. That, that just say you're going through your whole phase. I I respect you a little bit more. No, I won't. No, no, I won't. Now, if you hoeing honestly, baby, hoeing honestly. But go hoeing peace. Don't make it public. And don't destroy somebody's family. Now, you probably weren't the only thing that added into this. But you you held a lot of weight on their divorce. You probably wasn't the only thing. But you, you probably held a lot of weight, okay? And I touched on this, not on them, but this situation, who do you blame? Like a few episodes back, who do you put more blame on? The husband or the side chick? Me personally, I put the blame on the husband because you knew you were married. Even though she knew you were married too, you knew you were married. But this side chick, this girl don't have no obligation to Cardi. Which is sad to say because, you know, she was trying to make a whole lot of woman-to-woman comments. Jesus. She was trying to make a whole bunch of woman-to-woman comments. And, you know, woman-to-woman, you have to understand where I'm coming from. And, no, ain't no woman-to-woman. Because at this point, you're a little girl. You're a little girl trying to play a woman's role. You're trying to play in a woman's game. Don't do that. So, no, this not woman to woman. But I put, like I said, I put the blame on the husband because she had no obligation to Cardi. You knew you had an obligation. You knew you were married. You knew you said for better or worse, sickness and health, richer or poorer. You knew you said I do. You knew you said, wait, I did that part. Never mind. Let's, let's not touch that. But you knew this was your wife. You knew this is the mother of your child. You signed them papers. This is the person that you live with. This person that you built a life with. So you knew all of these things. You had more of an obligation to Cardi than she did. Yeah, she was messed up. This, this, this was wrong. Absolutely wrong. But you, you, sir, are the one who holds the weight. Because this was your wife that you cheated on. Now, back to the public apology. There there was a way that I'm pretty sure you could have went about this. Because the way the video was set up, it's like she was having a conversation with her friend. It's almost like she was addressing people. Like addressing who was watching. But at the same time having a conversation with her friend. As if like, oops, I didn't know I was recording. No, baby, you fully knew. You you talked about how the internet 
may you know the internet can push you into this wrong mental space and you want people to know your side of the story and you admit to everything but you also turn around and say you don't want to be seen as the bad person or you you don't want clout from this ma'am you wanted some type of clout okay you don't want to be famous for this and you never wanted to break up their home but you didn't think their marriage was that that serious. There was a lot of back and forth. There was a lot of one. You said you don't think you didn't think their marriage was that serious. How? It's a marriage. I know people enter marriages and don't be serious all the time, or they enter marriages under the wrong uh, precedent, or they don't necessarily love the person that they went. But this couple, it was widely known how they felt. So don't say, well, I didn't think that their marriage was that serious. No, baby. If you're going to hold, like I said, hold in peace, hold in silence. You don't want it to become famous. You don't want no clout, whatever the case may be. No, you don't want them hands from Cardi. That's what you don't want. You don't want to catch none of them hands from Cardi, from her sister, Hennessy. Which I've never mind. Never mind. The, the baby name is Hennessy. That's we mm, can't do that. But you don't want none like you don't want none of that confrontation. But at the same time, you completely and utterly went public with everything else. This is a private situation. You went public with it. Like, stay in your lane. Stay in the lane of a side chick. In today's world, there is there is no longer, okay, a lane for the side chick, a lane for the wife or the main chick. You know? No, the side chick wants to be in every position. There's no, oh, I'm a, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing. This is, that's, that's your wife. That's your husband. That's whatever the case may be. No. You want it well and widely known that you decide chick. Now, in the video, she said that this brought her out of character. This not who she is and the lifestyle that she's a part of. This, like, all of this is new to her or whatever the case may be. If you don't know yourself or you can't stand firm in yourself, don't try to jump into the entertainment industry. That's not for you. Because you'll be pulled into some things that you genuinely don't want to be a part of or you cannot get out of as quick as you got in. Don't do not do that. And apparently she was in one of Cardi B's videos. So don't say, well, I didn't know their, their relationship was that serious. You knew. You knew. The rest of the world knew. How is it that you didn't? You missed that memo, huh? But that this one of the other things that she said was she hates that it took this to for her to see her self worth, and that that goes in line with what I said. You can't jump into this industry without knowing who you are and being able to stand firm in who you are. If you knew your self worth was not where it should be. Why would you use this situation or not use this situation? Because you, I'm pretty sure 
you didn't go into it thinking, well, if I sleep with him, I'm going to feel better about myself or I'm going I'm to learn my self-worth after this situation. That's I'm pretty sure that's not how you went into this. But I'm pretty sure this wasn't the only thing that added into you knowing your self-worth. You have to know who you are before anybody else can tell you. Don't let anybody make you feel less than who you are. Don't let anybody make you feel as though you are not enough. You have to stand firm in who you are before ever stepping into some type of sticky situation. Because if not, this is what you end up in. Because you made a choice. You made a choice to sleep with this man knowing he had a family. You made a choice to break up this home, to break up this, this man's life. Like I said, you you weren't the sole reason, but like all of the blame can't be put on you, but half of it can. Because y'all both, as an adult, it ain't got nothing to do with you being 20. You are an adult. Don't think you're not legal to do is drink, but you are legal enough to go to an adult prison. You're not 17, you're not a minor, you're not, eight, no. No, no, no. In the eyes of the law, you are an adult. So, you want it to be an adult situation? You got one. So, now, whether or not the cheating continued after um, the video came out, I'm not completely sure. I'm not completely sure if it was like a one-time thing. And I'm not completely sure if, like, they stayed together uh not in a relationship but they stayed having an affair um that i'm not completely sure on but ladies if you find out that your man is cheating and you stay or you go one thing i heard and i heard this through the braxton's uh something with the braxton family i i don't i don't watch that show to be honest with you but the mom said, if you find out your man is cheating and you're not willing to do anything about it, like you're not ready to do anything about it, you're not ready to walk away, you're not ready to confront him and tell him to get rid of her, or whatever the case may be, let him cheat in peace. Let him, if you know you're not ready to do anything, you're not ready to walk away from it, let him cheat in peace. So, I don't know if Offset continued to cheat in peace. If Cardi knew about her and or thought it was over and then found out it was continuing, I don't know. But ladies, do you walk away? Do you let him cheat in peace? Do you blame solely the side chick? Does the side chick need to stay in her lane and stay just that, a side chick, and not try to get pu publicity? I cannot say that word. Pub publicity. There we go. But try to get clout off of the situation. Stay in her side lane. In the bike lane. The slow lane. To be seen and not heard. With, ladies, ladies, talk to me. And, and guys, you can talk to me too. Because men get cheated on too. Let, let me know. Give me some feedback. We're back. Well, I'm back. Um, I'm by myself this this time, so I guess me and you are back. So we are back, you know. Okay, never mind. We're back. 
Now, this week for Unique Thoughts, I'm going to kind of take you down memory lane a little bit. Not that long ago, but long enough. And give you my thought process <laughs> in this time. So, I went to the University of Southern Mississippi. Woo-woo, Southern Miss to the top. I know we're not the best school, but hey, Southern Miss to the top. Woo-woo. Now, <laughs> after class this particular day, um, my what's called a capstone class, which is like the final class you need because it's a combination of everything you learned before um, you graduate. So this is like the class that I need to pass. This particular day, we were set up in the library because we had assignments and stuff to work on and all of this uh, presentations and stuff. So we're in the library and we are released from class. Now, where the library is and the student center is there's a walkway it's not a long it's not a long walkway it's you know a little stretch it's stretched more than a little bit i say that so it's like a little decent walk now what's going from the library to the student center walking along this walkway right so i passed this dude this man we're going to call him Bill. That's it. We're just going to call him Bill. Now, we're passing by Bill, and I don't say anything to give you an idea of what I was wearing. Um, I was wearing this high-low dress with, uh, it's a strapless dress. It's, it's strapless, you know, which means it ain't got no arms on it. So, it was like a navy blue and it had like gray zigzag stripes on it or whatever. So I'm I'm slick feeling myself a little bit because I usually don't wear dresses to class. But this particular day we kind of had to dress up a little bit, just not a lot. So walking to the student center and I passed Bill and Bill hangs up the phone. He was on. He was like, Yeah, let, let me call you back. Bill has on this yellow, bright yellow Bumblebee shirt, black pants, and some Jordans. Okay? Remember this. Yellow shirt, black pants, and some Jordans. Now, I'm walking, and I'm a thick chick, so I don't walk fast. I walk enough <laughs> to keep my heart rate up, right? That's which is none of your business. But Bill does like a little jog, a little sprint to catch up with me and he was like hey 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 i was like hey he was like so yeah i just got off the phone with my doctor and you know they said i'm good excuse me like that's your opening line what he was like yeah i just got off the phone with my doctor um he said i was good and everything all my tests came back right and all of this he was telling me i need to cut out um the bad eating habits because bill was not like a a muscular dude he he had a little stomach on him or whatever all right and i was like well okay maybe you should listen to your doctor like and i mind you in my head oh sir why are you sharing your personal information with me you don't know me, but I guess he cared to share. Okay, so I'm walking 
and Bill is still here. And after this awkward silence, because he's brought up or brought up this whole doctor phone call, he says, so, you know, you cute or whatever, which I don't understand why that's a compliment. I don't understand why some people accept that as a compliment, because it's it's like if I'm cute, if you think I'm cute, just say that. So, you know, you cute. Or you look real cute today. Or you really you are you are beautiful. Say that. Don't give me no backward ass comment. Uh so you cute or whatever. Am I cute or is it whatever? Cause if it's whatever, baby, I'm not I'm I'm not doing what I thought I was doing. I thought I was cute, but you hit me with or whatever. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's not how this works. So, okay. Let's keep it going with the story. I was like, um, okay. He was like, so can I have your number? I said, what? So, you know, can I have your number? No. (laughs) I was like, you don't even know my name, sir. And I kept calling him sir. Because Bill had an old face. A somewhat young body, but an old face. All right. <laughs> so I was like, sir, you don't even know my name. And you asking for my phone number. He was like, you know what you write. So what's your name? I said, why? He was like, you know, so I can talk to you so we can talk. I mean, you, you don't want friends. You can't, you don't like having friends. Sir, I got enough friends. Why do you want to be my friend? I got enough. He was like, okay, but for real, like, what's your name? I said, Brianna. Okay, okay, Brianna. So now can I have your number? I said, you don't know nothing about me. I could have just lied to you. He was like, well, did you lie to me? No, sir. Sir. Why are you following me? I was like, you don't even know. I said, you don't know nothing about me. You don't you don't ask any type of questions. You start with this awkward beginning about your doctor. I said, sir, I could be crazy. I could be crazy as hell. Sir, I could have 23, 23 different people living inside my head, and you don't know which one you're talking to right now. But one of us is about to beat your ass. S- sir, sir. Like, you don't know who you're talking to. You right. You right. So, you know, I got to go get this money or whatever. So, is uh, Barnes & Nobles this way? What? Sir, what the hell is wrong with you? He, he was like, you know, yeah. You know, I get, I that's what I do. I get this money. I got, you know, make sure I got to send this money off to, you know, my mom or whatever to help her out. So, you know, is uh, Barnes & Nobles this way? Yeah. It's a big old sign right there that says Barnes and Nobles. You know, you if you really a student here, you know where Barnes and Nobles is at. <sighs> okay, so like a couple of steps. Yeah, you know, I gotta go to the uh, I got I know I need to send this money off. I gotta go to the mail uh to the mailbox. Well, now nah, I send it off at Barnes and Noble. Now, mind you, there's no Western Union at Barnes and Noble. So, sir, you just talking it that you you BSing right now, and you don't got to because I don't know you and I don't plan on giving you my phone number, okay? But back to the story. 
he was like, yeah, you know, I got, I, that's what I do. I, you know, I just make this money. I try to get my life right with school. You know, I'm in school. I try to take care of my mom. She's, you know, she, uh, she, I make sure she got what she need. So that's why I'm trying to make sure I go before this place closed and I send this money off. Okay. So yeah, you going to give me your number? No. So he pulls out a phone. It says, so you going to give me your number? <sighs> Y'all, he pulled out a flip phone. A flip phone. So you might as well pull out a beeper. Ba- baby, you you might as well had the Kim Possible theme song playing. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. If you want to page me, it's okay. Like... Oh, y'all just don't understand how I like the look I gave this man. Now, mind you, remember what I said he had on yellow shirt, black pants and some Jordans. He had on some black and yellow Jordans. How is it that you can afford Jordans and you're trying to brag about this money you making and that you getting, but you got a flip phone? How? How, sir? How, Sway? How do you have a flip phone? My grandmother don't have a flip phone no more. She keep trying to go back, but we won't let her. How do you have a flip phone? Now, mind you, this was back in 2014 or 15, no, 2015, because um, I was in my last class, my um capstone class. So this is 2015, okay? Why? Why do you still have a flip phone? But you bragging about this money you making. Sir, don't lie to me. You don't know me. I don't know you. Bill. I don't I don't know you. You don't owe me nothing. You don't owe me no type of explanation. Except for why you got this flip phone. I don't know if you're trying to pretend to be hard or what. But turns out. Now, mind you, we keep walking. And I saw somebody that I knew. That I knew somewhat. And I was like, hey, girl, how you doing? And I stopped long enough for Bill to keep walking. But, yeah, yeah, Bill Bill was a no-go. You can't try to holler at me in the most awkward way and then pull out a flip phone and then (laughs) brag about the money you making. Sir, get your life together. But as I was starting to say, apparently this man... Bill, okay, we're going to call him Bill. Bill was hitting on a lot of the girls. He That's what he would do, sit in the library, and he would hit on girls. He would either sit on the second floor of the library, or he would sit, um, there was a Starbucks inside of the library. He would sit in Starbucks, and he'll say something like, hey, or what you're looking at, or something like that for someone to speak to him back and he sometimes wore glasses and he sometimes didn't but apparently this dude would try to set up like places to meet and have sex with people on these young girl websites he was watching porn in um the library i found out later on um, while I was in school, I did counseling for a little while. I went and talked to a counselor for a little while. And I was telling my counselor about it, and I was describing him to her. And she said, oh, my God, does he wear glasses? I said, the time he was talking to me, he didn't have on any glasses. 
But she said, if this is the same one, he's hit on me too. So, Bill, if you ever hear this, one, know that you creep because you're trying to set up basically hookup spots um, with underage girls or girls that's way out of your league. Um, you creepy. You possibly a pedophile, sir. Um, but, Bill, if you ever hear this, one, you never had a shot. Two, stop watching porn in a public library because he wasn't even secretive about it because there was different rooms that you can go in, like if you were doing a class project or whatever. There was a bunch of different separate areas that you could have went in, but you stayed on the second floor and watched porn um, and didn't care who saw you. Um, Bill, get your life together. You know, it's, pri- it's, it's probably past time for you to get right with the Lord, okay? Um, but this has been Unique Thoughts. It has been a lot of thoughts, but it was Unique Thoughts, okay? Let's move on. Welcome back. And now it is time for Hey Honey. And I believe we got a voice message for Hey Honey this week. So, Hey Honey, what's your problem? Hi, Red. This is Terry. Um, I wanted to submit a question for your Hey Honey section. I hope that it's not too late. Um, don't mind me. I'm just eating a little bit of chocolate. So I'm dating this guy and we've been together for about two years now and everything's good for the most part. He's a good guy. He's responsible, loving. There's only one issue. So before we got together, he was dating his ex who he has a child with. And while they were together before the end of the relationship, he got a tattoo of his baby's mother on his back. We've been together for two years and he still has not gotten this tattoo of his ex, his baby's mother, removed from his back. I'm probably going to have to do a part two of this. So I've expressed to him that I have a problem with it. You know, why do you have your ex's tattoo on your back and you haven't gotten it removed? And then you don't have any tattoos of me, any type of anything dedicated to me on your body. But you're still walking around with a tattoo of your ex's face on your body. And even though I've expressed this to him he shrugs it off and says, you know, he's not, they're not together. He's not talking to her like that. And that she's a good mom. Their relationship didn't end bad. And that's the mother of his child. So why can't he have a tattoo of her? And I just wanted to get your opinion. Am I being selfish? Is it unreasonable to not want your boyfriend to have a full tap face tattoo on his back of his ex? Let me know. I really appreciate your advice on this. Love the podcast. Bye. Well, Terry. Hey, honey. How are you? I understand you've probably been in better moods or situations, but you're here and I'm here to help. So, now, let's, let's, okay. One, there is what's called like a tattoos curse. Excuse me. There's what's called like a tattoo curse or something when you get a significant other's name or face tattooed on you. 
that the relationship ends not that long after you get the tattoo. So you probably shouldn't want him to get a tattoo of you of your <laughs> you probably shouldn't want him to get a tattoo of like your name or your face or anything on him um two years in and he still hasn't gotten it removed or at least covered up at least the compromise will be to cover it up if he didn't want to go through getting it removed get having it covered up with something maybe he picked out or you two picked out together because honestly if this was like a six to eight month relationship i would tell you you know what don't worry about it um you you not being selfish but at the same time y'all haven't even hit a year yet so it's it's probably not even worth stressing out about But with y'all being two years in, like you said, he's a great guy. You have to then say, well, am not am I worth, but I am worth more than you just shrugging me off. Because what comes with that is you're you're in a sense telling me that my opinion doesn't matter, that um, the way I'm feeling is not valid you covering up her tattoo or getting rid of it has nothing to do with her ability to be a mother okay y'all were in a relationship you had a child a relationship didn't work you got the tattoo while y'all was together and full-blown understand that but if you get it covered up or if he gets it covered up or get it removed that doesn't take away with it doesn't take away from their friendship it doesn't take away from their ability to um co-parent it doesn't take away from their ability to be there for each other in a sense still as friends um it doesn't take away from like i said her being a mother because my question would be does she have any tattoos of him um is she branded with his face i don't understand the whole getting the face tattooed on you like and i'm i might touch i might do this uh do the use this as a subject for um next week sometime but i never understood that getting a face tattooed on you or a name tattooed on you of someone that a hasn't passed away and it's not a like a commemorative or i think that's the right word i think i said that correctly i think i said that correctly if i didn't y'all don't talk about me okay but um you're not getting like uh in remembrance of me tattoo um with someone's name tattooing someone's name or face on you that's not what you're doing this person is alive and well i i I didn't do that. I didn't understand that for the longest, especially not growing up. Um, because what happens? What happens when you do get in a relationship? Hence this question. And this person is not comfortable with seeing this tattoo on you and everything like that. Terry, you have to choose whether what you're are you willing to just be like you know what 
it's whatever. I no longer care. He's still a great guy. He treats me well. Or are you going to say, you know what? My feelings are valid. Um, The way you're not considering how I feel is very aggravating and is very disrespectful. Can you be with somebody that would disrespect you in that sense um, with no regard to your feelings? Because if it's not even a compromise at this point and you're two years in, what happens if he proposes? What happens then? Do you accept the proposal on the condition that he removes the tattoo or covers it up? Or do you deny the proposal, even though he's this great guy, he treats you well, he does all of these great things, has all of these great qualities, um, but you deny the proposal because he won't take your feelings into consideration. And if they had, if him and the baby mama got a good relationship, is she one of those that's like, um, as long as he's around, y'all cool, but when he's not in sight, she she throw shade and it's like, mm, am I still on this back? Like I always got his back, huh? Do you have any tattoos? Does he have any tattoos of you? Is she one of those? Like, well, let me let me know. Answer these questions for me, Terry. But and and thank you for right uh for sending in a voicemail or uh, vo- a voice note. I appreciate you, Terry. Thank you for being a faithful listener. Um. But yeah, how you feel is extremely valid. How you feel is 100%. Um, it, it can't be taken for granted. At two years in, yeah, it needs to be some type of compromise. Okay, you don't want to remove it, at least get it covered up. Because this isn't fair to me. This has, this has nothing to do with, you know, y'all relationship or her ability as a parent. Um... But two years, yes, it's it's time to decide. Um, Are you going to stand in your feelings and say, like I said, this is valid, or are you going to move on? Um, Or I think that's the same thing. Those two were the same choices. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, are you going to stay or are you going to go? Because, like I said, your feelings are are very valid. Um... But yeah, let me know, Terrence. Let me let me know how this works out for you. Because you matter. Your feelings matter. Okay? I love you. Thank you for your question. Well, We've made it to the end of episode six. Yay, us. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Last episode, I told you all that I would do uh, another poem this episode. So, um, I got a good response from Unique, or the poem Unique, if you're new here. Um, I got a good response from my poem Unique, and... I got another one for you since it was asked and almost threatened if I didn't do another one but that's neither here nor there so the title of this one is called pray 
and I hope you enjoy it. (sighs) What do you do when your back's against the wall? Right at the edge, about to fall so deep in sin, you feel God's tears can't wash them off. Trying your hardest to stay on the straight and narrow, but yet you find it's hard to stay on the straight and narrow because you have a crooked mind. Time after time, constantly contemplating between, I give myself away and I'm going to make it rain, chick. I'm going to make it rain. Uh. Seeing that this game that we play gets harder and harder at each level, but yet you keep telling yourself, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. But it's hard to win when you're your only opponent. Stuck in a rut because either you can't or you won't step out of self's way but see my grandmother told me a long time ago she said Shanita I found the answer when I learned to pray and I said you know what that's it pray through the good the bad the happy the sad the ups the downs when no one's around pray when you're stressed out trying to figure out how everything is going to work out pray When teardrops are soaking your pillows at night and you walking around asking everybody, but God, is it going to be all right? Pray, smile, and know that tomorrow's going to be a brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day, brighter day. Thank you. I hope all the vocals was right. (laughs) I hope it sounded right. I hope it sounded good to you. But um, through everything, pray. Like I said, the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the ups, the downs. It's always good to pray. Praise God in your good times, just like, or praise God in your bad times, I'm sorry. Praise God in your bad times, just like you should praise him in your good times. Thank him always for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thank him for being who he is at all times. Pray and talk to him. If you don't know how to pray, write down your prayers. Uh, spend time with him. If, Like I said, if you don't know how to do it, just like you have a conversation with anybody else, you have a conversation with him. And you seal it with in Jesus' name. Amen. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. I am your girl, Red. I love you, Red People. If you don't know why your name is Red People or why I call you Red People, it's because my name is Red and y'all are my people, okay? (laughs) Until next time, remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. Talk to you soon.